I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour. Today, for our first story, it's going to be kind of a longer one, um, but we're going to be discussing when rivalries turn racist. Content warning here, the story involves extreme racism as well as death threats. So Capitol Hill has been dealing with what would seem like partisan bickering and drama, except that it also seems to have turned both racist and violent. So let's go ahead and introduce the key players in this conflict. Representative Lauren Boebert from Colorado is a Republican and very, very far to the right. I'm not clear as to Lauren Boebert's exact ethnicity, and I do bring this up because it is somewhat relevant to this story. Um, I actually tried to do some research on her ethnicity because to me it looks like she could be Hispanic or native. Um, I couldn't find any information on that, so maybe she's white. Um, But Anyway, we'll dig into the story and that context will become a little bit more clear. But Representative Omar is a Democrat from Minnesota. She is a black Muslim woman who does wear a hijab. Both are upstanding United States Congresswomen who deserve respect. However, Representative Boebert made some horribly disparaging comments about Omar on videotape. And not about her political views, but derogatory comments about her. In the video, Bobert is heard and seen saying that she was afraid to be on the elevator with Omar because she was quote-unquote black-hearted and evil. She also referred to Omar and her staff members as the Jihad Squad in this same video and insinuated that Omar was a terrorist by saying she was glad she wasn't wearing a backpack, implying that she may be a suicide bomber. Clearly, those comments are not about Omar wanting college for all or a greener economy. Those are discriminatory <laughs> discriminatory comments about her race, her morality, and her religious beliefs. The video obviously blew up, so Bobert calls Omar, one would think, to apologize and to try to make nice. But as it turns out, that was not her intention. She never apologized, and Omar ended up hanging up the conversation saying it was simply not productive. Bobert made a public apology afterward, but never one to Omar herself. 
But as it turns out, this is not the only time that Bobert has made derogatory (laughs) derogatory comments about Omar specifically. I keep tripping over that word, you guys. Derogatory comments about Omar specifically. Back in September, Bobert actually made comments to a local newspaper calling Omar a, quote, full-time propagandist for Hamas, end quote, the Palestinian terrorist group. Wow. Since all this came out, Democrats have been calling for punishment against Bobert by the Republican ranks, but they have yet to take any action against her. So in lieu of Republican action, Democrats have decided to take some action of their own. And if you guys remember, AOC has faced down her own derogatory comments by Republican congressmen calling her a bitch and spitting on her on the Capitol steps. She was also particularly targeted during the January 6th attacks and shown getting her head cut off in an anime film posted by a different Republican congress member. So she's not taking this lightly, and she's helping to lead the charge to help protect her colleague, Representative Omar. AOC pointed out that any HR department in the U.S. would take action against someone making such comments, and that politics should be left out of the discussion about discrimination. A proposal was made by 12 Democrats to strip Boebert of her committee assignments for her comments. Representative Anaya Presley from Massachusetts introduced the bill saying, quote, Enough is enough. Without meaningful accountability, we risk normalizing this behavior and endangering lives of our Muslim colleagues, Muslim staffers, and every Muslim who calls America home, end quote. Representative Omar also has come forward with a threatening voicemail that she got from an unknown number following ending the call with Bobert. Here is the exact voicemail. She played it before Congress. Warning here, though, it is very graphic. I'm going to play you a voicemail that we received hours after I got off the phone with Representative Bobert after she posted her video. We see you, Muslim son of your bitch. We know what you're up to. You're all about to end our country. Don't worry, there's plenty that will love the opportunity to take you off the face of the fucking earth. Come get it, bitch, you fucking Muslim piece of shit, you jihadist. We know what you are. You're a fucking freighter. You will not live much longer, bitch. I can almost guarantee you that. These people are rising up. And you will be tried for a military tribunal. And you will be found guilty. For those of you who did not hear it very well, let me read you what the voicemail says. We see you, sand and word, bitch. We know what you are up to. You are all about taking over our country. Don't worry. There is plenty that would love the opportunity to take you off the face of this effing earth. Come get it. But you are effing Muslim 
piece of shit. You are jihadist. We know what you are. You are effing traitor and you will not live any longer. At the end of the day, this is where tolerating racist jokes ultimately leads to more violent rhetoric and actual violence. It goes without saying that every member of Congress should be treated with basic respect for their religion and their ethnicity. But really, every human being should. And this is a very low bar being set by Capitol Hill right now and super disheartening to watch. And for our next story, New Zealand is slowly phasing out cigarettes. Okay, so New Zealand may be on to something, you guys. They've decided to slowly phase out cigarettes, but have a somewhat creative way of doing so. We'll see if it works. But basically, the concept is that they will start raising the minimum age to purchase cigarettes, preventing younger people from getting their hands on them getting started with smoking and getting addicted while more young and reckless. Eventually, they will raise the minimum age to the point where they will be banned in the country completely. Current smokers can continue to buy them as they get older, but starting with current 14-year-olds, they will never be eligible to buy them because each year, that minimum age will get a year, will get bumped up by a year, if that makes sense. So the goal is that they will never know a cigarette and therefore never become addicted to this deadly practice. Their health minister said of this law, quote, we want to be sure young people never start smoking. So we will make it an offense to sell or supply smoked tobacco products to new cohorts of youth. People aged 14, when the law comes into effect, will never be able to legally purchase tobacco, end quote. So right now, this plan is only a proposal, but it's expected to pass and become law within the next year or so. We'll definitely keep you guys posted on this because it's a super interesting way of phasing out smoking because as we all know, it's not good for you. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, it's more important to know what kind of person has an illness than to know what illness has that person. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop, tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge, and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. 
You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh,